0: I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcina, and I'm Chris Smith, and we're talking Taco
1: Time. Fresh, fresh, delicious. Taco time is a special way to make. Your- Before we get to this week's special guest, quick reminder to everybody that we've got our live PeltonCast coming up on Friday, September 6th at Belltown Yacht Club, which will, of course, include a live episode of Talkin' Taco Time featuring Josh Saner. Uh, if you haven't gotten all your tickets already, they're $10. You can get them at the PeltonCast website or twitter.com slash PeltonCast. It's the pinned tweet. And you know what to expect besides that come hungry. You can never imagine what kind of food we might have at the show, but you know, you could maybe take a guess at it, I suppose. Uh, we're going to have Ben Baldwin is the special third Pelton brother to help us preview the Seahawks season, as well as Zach Whitman, the decider to help us crown Seattle's best sandwich. DJ Infrared, who did the live talk in Taco Time last time, will also be part of the show. It should be a lot of fun, so please join us. And now let's welcome in our guest, Taco Time Northwest co-president Robbie Tonkin. Thanks so much for coming back on the pod. Well, great to see you guys again, <laughs> and happy to be back here. Thank, thank you for coming back a year later. Oh, I uh, enjoyed it. I can't believe a year has gone by. We look at this as kind of like a state of the Taco Time. It's been almost a year since we talked, and it seems like one of the biggest developments in the past few weeks here is Taco Time Northwest opening up a location in Century Link Field. What what was that process like? How did that come together? Um,
2: so... You know we've we've had this partnership with the Seahawks, giving away a free taco for every rushing touchdown, and the Seahawks have been great partners. So they actually approached us with filling a space in the stadium, and uh, we've never done anything like that. So there's some some trepidation um, because we have a commitment to the highest quality food, and we had some concerns about um, being able to serve or, or meet that expectation or fulfill our mission in the stadium. But through a lot of testing, and I won't go into too much detail, but I'll say some pretty extensive testing on um, crisp Burritos to get them to the level we wanted them to meet, which sounds funny, but it actually is very rigorous to get there. Um, We tested at a couple Sounders games, and the Seahawks, when they approached us, it really was with respect to serving at the Seahawks games. um, We were coming in halfway into the the Sounders games and didn't feel like we could make that work this year. Um, But that's really the genesis. They approached us, and uh, gosh, it's a great way to let folks know that we are a local company.
0: Uh, so I guess you sort of touched on this, but I guess yeah. kind of uh, open wise availability. Uh, there are a bunch of events that happen at CenturyLink Field from the Seahawks to the Sounders to concerts. I was there last week for a Katy Perry Amazon show with the Lil Nas X and the Taco Time was open for that. Um, what is your expectation, obviously during Seahawks games, but for everything else that happens at CenturyLink Field? Well, uh are you sure? Were they really open for that? There were people in the taco time. Yeah. Were, were, were well, they're not supposed to be open. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, They might have taken we'll have over the check space in. to do something else.
2: That would be my That would be my guess. Okay. That's interesting. I'll have to check into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at least for this year, well, there's a couple things that have been at play. Um, for us, for it to make sense, uh, to be at least a break even, we found that we need probably at least 40, 45,000 fans um, just because of the way the economics work in terms of the revenue share we have this with the Seahawks. So maybe that's some inside baseball or football there. Um, so that's the driver. And then it's just the operation kind of building up an operation from scratch. Uh, I mean, we need anywhere from 15, 20 to 20 plus people to work in the stand. Um, it really was just decided, hey, to be able to get going this year. I mean, we, we really started this endeavor probably late spring. And for that to happen, um, we just geared around the Seahawks games. I mm-hmm. think at some point in the future, uh, if there are concerts that um, kind of meet that that threshold or even Sounders games or other events, then I think we'd definitely be open to it. But um, you know, I'd liken this to much of like a a pilot or a test run, and then we'll see where it grows to.
1: What are the challenges in terms of the amount of space? How does that kind of compare to an actual, you know, standalone Taco Time Northwest location?
2: Yeah. um, So much, much tighter in terms of space. The kitchen space just isn't there. And then the cooking equipment isn't there. Um, So we don't have fryers, which that's what We've certainly heard via social media that there <laughs> from guests and I'll say my, my cousin, he's worked at the stand. Uh, I worked there. In fact, uh, this Thursday, um, the 29th, there's a preseason, uh, Seahawks game. I'll be there. Wow. And, uh, Me and Chris are definitely stopping by. Come on,
1: come on by. <laughs>
2: uh, we'll get, we can give you a tour. Um, but, and, and you can see, but, uh, so there's no fryers there. That's why we can't have Mexi fries. Uh, we were able to develop a, a way to cook uh, crisp burritos um, but that's kind of analogous to just limited cooking equipment
0: what, what else is i haven't been to the location uh-huh. yet what else is there anything else that isn't available there besides Mexi fries so it's a
2: really simple menu in order because yeah. it's really important as you can imagine halftime or during a, a break and a quarter that you're able to serve food at yeah. a speed to get people back in their seats they don't want to miss the game so we really had to streamline our menu um so if you guys ever experienced our, our taco truck the traveler Uh, It was a scaled-down menu, limited menu, and that's the same thing here. So we've got soft tacos, crisp burritos, uh, crisp tacos, um, crustos, and chili, if I'm remembering right. So limited menu, and then we've got um, chicken, beef, and pinto bean options, except on the crisp burritos, Uh, we only have beef and pinto bean there.
1: Interesting. Do you, are you guys working on a workaround for Mexi fries or those kind of off the table? So we'd love to,
2: (laughs) (laughs) we need, we need a stand that has fryers. We just have not been able to find a process where we can cook Mexi fries without a fryer. You know, if you picture, I'm sure you guys have been to Dick's or other restaurants, um, I don't know baked baked fries in the oven. If you've had those or tater tots in the oven, they just don't taste no, the same. Yeah. It's,
1: they don't compare. So yeah.
2: quality is is paramount.
0: You're going to gonna hear about this a lot. I mean the the Mexi fry won the Taco Time bracket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the number one item at Taco Time.
2: So we we would love to, and that's where I'd say send those comments the Seahawks away. I know they're. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're they're becoming equally motivated as us to eventually. <laughs> uh, get us some friars, but I think probably it's safe to say for this season, uh, we're probably going without Mexi fries, but maybe that's an addition, um, or an add on in future seasons.
1: What other feedback have you heard about people, you know, having the opportunity to have taco time Northwest at a, at a Seahawks game.
2: People have been psyched. Like it's, it's pretty (laughs) sweet to have somebody, uh, I mean, everything from I've seen guests or people come by that have said, Oh my gosh, I wasn't going to eat anything at a game and taco times here. And now, now I can eat here to, um, I'm just amazed at how how excited and enthralled people have been. Um, can't think of any any crazy things people have done, but it's been it's been fun. I mean, we have definitely been welcomed and felt the love there.
1: It was pretty random. The first game that you guys were testing at the Sounders, uh, Tristan had some some merch certificates. Because oh yeah? of the fact that uh, uh, his band was performing before the match. So I was planning to eat at the game already and just walking around the concourse and stumble upon the the new location and like that that was an easy decision then.
0: Oh, I wish I saw it. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's great. I didn't
0: put that together that that was one of the test games. Yep. Was that because then you weren't open the next game, which I think there's some confusion about. But it's good to clear this up here. Yeah, (laughs) it's important to break Taco Time news. (laughs) That's that's why we got this. (laughs) Yeah,
2: which I'd love (laughs) to clear that up. I know we've we've received some feedback from Sounders fans, and gosh, we're Sounders fans here at at Taco Time. But um, so there's been some. I'd say pushback from Sounders fans. Like, why, uh, why can't you be open for Sounders games too? And, um, and I kind of hit on that earlier, but it's really two things. One, it was never our intention to be open for the full Sounders season. Like, it really takes a lot. Like, we've got, um, just to give a little kind of glimpse here, I mean, we've got people that are working full-time here, and then, I mean, they're prepping food literally almost for the next 24, 48 hours in advance of that game on, on Thursday. And just the amount of manpower it takes and people who have already got full schedules and then to go work the stadium, it's a challenge. So that's yeah. why we tried to bite just bite off the Seahawks games for this year. And then we used the Seahawks recommended, okay, let's try two Sounders games because they're not quite as busy. Yeah. Um, it's a good test run.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's an important thing to maintain the quality. You know, we see restaurants where it's like, well, this one's the good one, but that one's the bad one. And I think that's what you don't want to have. And that is often a concern with stadium locations. Well, certainly. and it, honestly, like stadium locations, there yeah. there's restaurants that I really like and having gone to them at the stadium, I'm like, maybe they're not good. <laughs> I'm like, maybe this restaurant just isn't that it can paint you on the entire brand, yeah. you know, if you have one bad version of it. So I think it's probably a good idea to try to maintain the quality as much as possible of your product even if it means we don't get Mexi fries <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think so i i mean I two other comparisons I'd make I you know people clamor for you know why isn't In-N-Out in and out in x state or up here well we've got kind of a similar methodology some of it is kind of a slow growth model and making sure that each you know they, they're kind of slowly growing and that they meet their quality standards so i think we're similar in that way um the other thing we've tried to we care very much about that certainly there's some people that operate in a stadium environment um where they'll charge whatever they can get out of somebody and they don't care about the quality. And we've all seen that. And we've been really intentional about trying to, um, not even from a pricing standpoint, not charging more than we have to, really to almost get to a break-even standpoint and then making sure that that quality fits.
0: Interesting. Uh, so the folks who are working there, game day, they're actual Taco Time employees who've been trained by Taco Time. Is that unique for a stadium or is that the traditional model?
2: Yeah, I mean, there are some stands that utilize... Um, some stadium employees or can utilize non-folks that uh, are trying to earn money for a nonprofit, And um, I, maybe that's something we explore in the future, but for us with this first experience, we want to make sure that we nail it and that we fulfill our mission. And so we've staffed it with our current employees. I mean, some of our most tenured employees and best employees in some cases, I mentioned, you know, I'm certainly not one of our best employees, <laughs> but but I'd put up there. I mean, we've got uh, a woman named Christine Hepburn that's went, been with us for over 35 years, and she is a rock star. She's amazing. You know, if you're getting a soft taco or crisp taco from her, you know it's going to be good. Uh, so we've got a lot of our area, what we call district managers, that are there, general managers, so really experienced people, um, because it is new and it is tough, and we're you're serving that many people in that short a time, and. Um, you have small space and and cooking procedures are a little different you really need top-notch people in the future we'll see where that goes
0: well that's really interesting uh are there any other types of locations that i know this is a big undertaking on its own but just kind of thinking even wider than that could we see at some point in the next five to ten years a taco time in the airport or we've we've
2: looked at that so uh, my cousin and I have dabbled. We've had some introductory meetings with uh, the airport, with um, even the folks that operate Husky Stadium. Um, you know, I, one thing that's made the Seahawks unique, and, and give them a lot of credit, they a lot of stadiums or oper, whether it be an airport, airports and stadiums are, are very similar. Yeah. They'll outsource management of restaurants to a third party, so a company like Aramark, and, and there are several out there. Um, HMS Host, I think, is another one. Um, Seahawks, to give them credit, they manage this this internally with their team, first and goal hospitality. And I think what that creates is a much um, much closer relationship and kind of a solutions-oriented approach. Sometimes uh, when you work with third parties or if a third party is managing it, um, you don't have that close relationship because you're once removed from the person that owns kind of the, the, the yeah. stadium. Um, So that's a long way of saying, I think, uh, this is a good first step for us. Um, it'd have to be the right relationship for us. And then the other piece is, uh, I'm going to spoke to how we can't have Mexi fries currently. Hopefully we get there at some point, but, um, gotta have the right cooking equipment. I know Mm -hmm. when we looked at, uh, Husky stadium, for example, it just, it would have been a challenge to get any cooking equipment in there. And, um, and we're sticklers on making sure that we meet our quality standards.
0: Yeah. Taco time is almost too good to be everywhere. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. No, that, it's kind of true. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Right? Like, it, it, you're not willing to sacrifice the quality to be in every location. That's very important. I mean, so I guess that's part of the reason there's so much excitement around the location being in CenturyLink.
1: So when we talked last year, uh-huh. a big focus was the app, getting people yeah. using the app. What kind of growth have you seen there? Uh, you know the the influence of the uh, the Time Squad and, and that sort of thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, so it's definitely picked up. Uh, app transactions as a percentage of sales have probably grown um, fivefold, I'd say, uh, because since that time we talked, um, we've launched order ahead everywhere. Uh, so at every uh, there, there are a handful of outlying locations that, that don't have that there, but for for large part, most locations have um the order head feature which allows you to place the order you know via your app um uh or via your app on your mobile phone or via desktop place the order either asap or schedule at a certain time of day and pick it up there at one of our shelves um so we've seen quite a bit of an adop- adoption but we'd like to see that grow even more and that's why you know you're referring to a time cops uh event that we we scheduled kind of a um a fun fun little stunt we did at our, our West Seattle Taco Time to really bring some awareness and try to get that message out that we have this order ahead feature.
1: I, there does appear to still be some work to do on our end because uh, <laughs> we used the order ahead a few weeks ago when I was babysitting his kids uh-huh. and uh, had our mom go pick it up. And she went through the drive-thru to pick it up instead of going and just grabbing it off the shelf. Yeah. So I was like, man, if only there were someplace she could have learned about how to use the order ahead <laughs> yeah. feature.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's the worst person to be informed about taco time. Yeah, she uh, maintains.
2: We're, we're trying to educate people. That's a tough thing. But yeah, ideally, you place that order and you go pick. We have a nice shelf or cabinet in restaurant where you can go pick it up and don't have to get in line or anything like that. You can go through the drive through. We'll hand the order out that way. But it kind of defeats the purpose. If
0: in line. <laughs> uh, I meant to ask this. I know yeah. one, of, one of the ways that you've sort of promoted the app is by these partnerships with the Mariners last mm-hmm. year, with the Seahawks. Uh I guess two questions. Number one, do you know off the top of your head, how many triples the Mariners have hit this year? Gosh, I, I don't know. I know last year was almost a record year. Oh, Do, nice. you, do you know the triples number? This no, year? no. I just, yeah. I know there were two
2: last week. Yeah. It's picked up lately. Cause I get a notification when we, when we hit a triple, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, seven and that. then
0: should we also, now that you're in central link stadium, uh-huh. should we expect another partnership with the Seahawks along the lines of the medium Mexi fries for a rushing touchdown that we had last year? Yeah, we have, so it's a, i Chris, see kevin Chris shaking tacos. his head oh it was Chris taco sorry yeah. it's the Mexi Prize for triples yes. okay Chris taco for a rushing yep. touchdown yeah in
2: fact um gosh was it today we were giving away three uh crisp tacos i believe um because we're doing it for the preseason oh, for as the well. preseason game yeah. yeah so there were three rushing touchdowns all right. right well yeah.
1: thanks to cj process yeah i didn't realize it was happening for the preseason i was out of the mix on that so i was waiting for the regular season that's good to know
0: yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure initially, and then I saw those. <laughs> uh, so we, everybody also has noticed, anybody who's used the app, uh, that there's that tab that says delivery on the app mm-hmm. uh, and wanted to see, what's the deal with that? Any progress on delivery for Taco Bell? Uh
2: Not yet. I think we've been exploring some options there on delivery. Um uh, that that quality thing that, that's what kind of gets in the way of some of these pieces. So we did some tests early on. I, I you know time kind of escapes me now, but we did some tests with Postmates and DoorDash, and um, so there's a couple things at play. One is the pure economics of it. Like the, the revenue share previously used to be like 30, and um, and wasn't really economically viable or profitable and that's why everybody in our industry has been wrestling with this gosh do I go do this thing that isn't profitable but you feel like you have to do it because everybody's doing it and that's what we've all been wrestling with and so we tested it um now that was really early on and we probably there probably wasn't the adoption so we didn't see quite the, the the big jump or demand for it initially that was part of it but quality more than anything I think again we talked about um third-party service providers like in the, in the case of a stadium or an airport well this is a third party that has our food in their hands and um, those folks don't have like all of our employees they have to pass a, a they have to get a food worker card or go through some sort of testing there's no regulation of delivery drivers and I don't want to scare anybody off but there were instances of, you know, we, we heard about, and these are anecdotal stories, but somebody, a driver that took a sip of a drink and then gave it to a guest. I mean, there's, there's some stuff that can happen there in terms of tampering with food, or you get a delivery driver that's 30 minutes late, 40 minutes late, or forget something. That's out of our control. So uh, what I'd say is we're actually explore, we're actively exploring it right now. Um, that is part of why that app has a delivery function is we're set up to be able to uh, um, make that happen but we haven't found the right partnership yet.
1: All right, for the record, it was 32 triples in 2018, 25 so far this oh, season. Not too so, far off. Yeah, probably not going to quite get there with basically a month left in the season, but not, yeah. not too far off.
2: They've been on a streak lately, though. Yeah, few, And they've got some speed, you know, J.P. Yeah. Groffer, they got a few guys that can hit some triples, so we'll see. We're actually taking um, tomorrow, so we did this last year, our entire home office team and then all of our... Sort of 57 restaurants that we own, if you include the, the the stadium location, we're taking all those general managers to the Mariners game tomorrow. So we'll be there. Oh, Hopefully, nice. they hit a triple while we're there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you see the section going wild, <laughs> yes. when there's a yeah. triple. Yeah, we'll know who yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so, what else is new in Taco Time World? Uh, you know, we've seen in the past year, I believe. Uh, the chicken Caesar soft taco is off the menu. Maybe anything with Caesar in it is off the menu. Uh, any other changes that we can expect in the next few months or year, uh, down the road with the menu menu? Um, we've been in
2: a state, so this isn't super exciting for this setting, probably (laughs) menu we've been, um, other than those changes of removing some items, um, we're not, actively at this point don't have any plans to make significant changes in terms of adding adding
1: items still no mexi fry nachos
2: (laughs) i i have we have that on we have a big project list especially on food and actually that's in there mexi fry nachos or i have another buddy that brought up the same name and he calls them tachos Um, Tachos.
0: you can't you can't admit that they're tots though If you engage with that word, it, it, <laughs> it ruins the whole thing. I agree. I agree. But <laughs> the, the house of cards falls similar. apart if you mention the word at all.
2: <laughs> Dif- same wavelengths, though. That, that'd <laughs> yes. be a great idea. So that's certainly one of those items that we want to get into and test. But our focus has been, like I said, it's not the the fun stuff to hear about here. But it's really it's been on catering, the CenturyLink restaurant for us. I mean, those are those are big projects that we've had. Um, order ahead and kind of the technology side and making sure that we're, we're building that out um, and then even some items internally um, we hired a learning and development director so the analogy would be um, if you've ever heard about Disney U and their training or Apple has a huge internal training program so um, Kathy Shaw is her name and she comes with great restaurant experience and she's working on a, uh, a training platform that's all primarily e-learning um, and so that's where a lot of focus has been on so that we execute really well and then then probably start adding in some change on the menu side there's things we're exploring um we looking at like plant-based proteins um there's a few other items we're looking at but no it, you know I, I guess the other thing this year we brought back our lto for the um uh, coconut shrimp uh, tacos as well that have been really popular. I get a lot of people that why are you taking those away? Uh,
0: excellent, by the way, excellent tacos. Like those? Oh, yeah. you're a fan? Yeah. Okay, Pick so time. those will
2: come back. Those will come back in probably January, February. Um, but that's probably it right now.
1: Hand rolling crisp burritos.
2: Hand rolling crisp burritos. So I I don't think a lot of people may not know this, and you know if it was another restaurant company, maybe they'd try to hide hide this, but we're we're as transparent as it gets. So. Our signature crisp burritos. Um, now, our crisp chicken burritos are hand rolled right. in restaurant, uh, but several of the beef are pre rolled. Beef and bean are rolled at uh, kind of a central location that we have, and then they're distributed to all of our restaurants. And that's common. I mean, most even full service restaurants do that. They try to uh, maintain quality and consistency by doing it at one central location but being the fanatics we are about quality and really cooking in our restaurants, uh, we've been working to try to come up with a procedure so that we handle in restaurant and we've been testing it at a, in a I'll say a handful of locations. So, um, gosh, the couple that I know Renton uh, Renton Highlands restaurant, uh, downtown Renton on second, um, Tukwila off 180th. Um, up in Linden, there's a handful of locations where we've been doing this, and I will say, they're good today. I mean, Chris burritos today made at our kind of central commissary. They're they're great. They're one of our best sellers. But when hand rolled, they are a whole nother level. Wow! That uh, I mean, you really taste that the cheese really comes through. Um, it just you really taste the ingredients, and I think people from maybe started who started eating at Taco Time 50 years ago really it stands out for them.
1: I mean, I feel like that's a reason I've kind of migrated over to the crisp chicken burrito is is a favorite of mine. So yeah, if you can get that with the other options as well, the, yeah. all the better.
2: Yeah, so we're hoping um, early, early next year, that'd be one of, and you know, when I say there's not a whole lot new happening on the menu, it's because of things like this. So um, probably early next year, we look to launch that system-wide. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. The one other, I'll throw out there, and this along the other kind of vein. Um, our ranch dressing where at one point people called it sour cream mm-hmm. dressing. Um, that's one that again, we, we originally made in restaurants. That's one of the few items now that we do kind of the same thing where it's made out of house for consistency reasons. Um, that's another one we're launching here soon where we've been testing it at a few locations and making that in house in restaurant. And I know it sounds silly, but When you're this fanatical about taste and quality, it's again, a ranch is good right now, but it's a whole nother level when you make in restaurant. It's fresh. The spices are fresh, um,
0: really good. So that's another thing we have coming on coming there, too. Cool. Wow. All right. So getting better at what you already do uh, rather than expanding the menu for now, uh, that feels like a very fitting way to describe taco time. I think, I think that's what
2: we're always doing, not, not being complacent yeah. on what we're doing, trying to make each thing better. And um, I think here once we get a couple of these items that, again, they've been great sellers for us and been doing well for a long time, but we can take them to another level. And once we get there, then, then we can start exploring some of the reaches of the menu and see maybe what we can
1: add. Uh, what about kind of locations and refreshing those? Obviously, uh, Tristan's home location, the Fairwood location, one of those that uh, got renovated. Months.
2: I I thought about that cuz I remember <laughs> last time you mentioning Fairway and I was wondering cuz that went on way too long we had um, gosh things these days just take a lot longer um, interested to hear how, have you been
0: back to Fairway oh, since yeah. it's reopened yeah. okay
2: fan or not a fan of the refresh what uh, honest
0: opinion I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, would've... I hadn't, like, I'm not eating in that often, yeah. so it really doesn't change anything. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it feels fairly typical of all of them. I did note, I was saying this to Kevin on the way down here, I'm not even sure if this is interesting enough for a Taco Time-specific podcast, but the Coke Freestyle machine is gone, yeah. and it's just like a traditional soda machine. Yes. Is that something that's happened at a lot of locations, or just that one? So when we've been
2: refreshing... um well, I get uh, two things I'd say. Yeah, Fairwood, um, Totem Lake actually is, and I'll come back to your comment. Uh, Totem Lake, our first drive-through restaurant back in 1978, that actually is is underway on a full refresh. And then we've got a couple other, Port Angeles, um, Seattle on Rainier Avenue, and then uh, Monroe next year as well. Is Rainier so
0: we going to shut down while that's happening? Or? Um,
2: probably more limited. The okay. drive through will probably stay open. Yeah. Uh but hopefully, if, if that's affecting you, that won't be till that's probably January. <laughs> well, not, not me necessarily,
0: yeah. but I know that is kind of the primary restaurant for a lot of folks. Yes, and yeah. we have yeah, ask
1: people what their favorite Taco Time location is. That gets and that's up come a up a lot. Yeah. yeah, I would um, say
0: that's almost number one.
1: So that uh, so we are we've got quite a few
2: refreshes, and that's also another thing we've been spending time on on the soda kind of fountain, and going away from Freestyle at least at some of these refresh locations like fairwood um that is the route we ultimately are going towards is going away from freestyle it was a great we launched that um really company wide in about 2012 and uh we were the first year in the northwest to launch mm-hmm. with that it was fun it was exciting at the time i think it gets back to that quality thing i think uh going forward there's just some issues we've struggled both um, with equipment failing at times or flavor transfer um, that we think in terms of just serving the best beverage that ultimately um, a soda, a traditional soda fountain is the best way to go.
1: Hmm.
2: No, we'll say it Fairwood, I, I've i eaten outside on the patio
1: when I've gone over there really? for lunch. So that was very nice to have yeah. that option. Yeah,
2: that's what we're trying to do. I mean, trying to add some of those amenities. While there are a lot of people that are getting delivery or drive through um, you know, we we need to provide the best amenities we can. And so we, we're trying to add outdoor dining, add fireplaces, and just make the experience, at least in the dining room, fit with what our mission
0: is. Uh, Well, I think this is our last question, unless you have anything else. Uh, but we have heard rumblings. Of... No, well, I, if that's
1: not going to be about what I thought it is. Oh, do you have something have before something then? Well, uh, last time after we did the podcast, you were like so excited uh, to have one over us, on us at the end about... I, I can't remember what, what you called it exactly, but I, I assume it was referring to the Winito. Oh, the Winito. Which I have subsequently <laughs> had at the location in Kelso. <laughs> uh,
2: well, and I'm trying to think of what, because what uh, a couple locations call it is the Chihuahua Dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Chihuahua yeah, that's Dog the or yeah. yeah. So you
1: did try it. I did try it. What was your thought? Uh, I'm not, not going away from Mike. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so there's a reason why that is not uh, company-wide. That's why when you ask me about menu
0: additions, that's not going company-wide. <laughs> winitos <laughs> not going company-wide. That would have been hilarious if you were like,
1: well, first thing, Winitos everywhere. <laughs> In fact, no more soft tacos, just Winitos. Just Winitos. <laughs> uh, but... There are certain, I would say,
2: strong followings by a small group of people (laughs) in Kelso, maybe, and and, uh, up in kind of Linwood-Everett area. There's also kind of a group of people that have, for whatever reason, they've been connected
0: to that item for a long time. Oh, man, it's like a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we've heard rumblings lately of the potential for uh, going forward Taco Time merch. We've been clamoring for it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, people have been very excited about it. W- what can you say about this? So, we are actively working on it. <laughs> I think
2: um, we're trying to find the right partner. That's important to us that, uh, that we provide the quality that we want. Um, yeah, because I, I look at it and I think we have this great following. People are really huge fans and followers of Taco Time. That um, just to make, I made an analogy to In and Out earlier. I always see, I mean, I have an In-N-Out t-shirt. I feel like the same, our guests have asked for the same thing here. So working on it, uh, Gretchen Weidemann, our our head of marketing, she's interviewing a few prospects out there who could help support us on that program. And the other reason we'd like to have it is both for um, not only guests who love Taco Time, but for internal employees. I mentioned the training program that we have. Uh, We want to provide some rewards for them to be able to they can earn points through some of the training they go through, and then to be able to redeem um, for some of the merch that we have. Wow! So I think I think we will make that happen. Uh, I news. can't commit to a date on when That'll, <laughs> that'll be there.
1: That's going to be an emergency episode of Taco Taco Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we get that. Uh, let me
2: <laughs> ask you guys: what, as far as merch goes, what would you, what would be the, I don't know, the most sought after or most important merch item that we have on there?
0: I feel yours. like I really love a T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. I mean, T-shirt is pretty hard to argue with. Nice. I mean, I'm wearing this Topachico shirt uh-huh. right now, like proudly, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. a brand that I feel really strongly about. And it's like, I mean, nobody can see this, <laughs> but it's like a, a nice <laughs> a image shirt. that, that yeah. incorporates the brand also. Yep. And it's a brand that I feel positive about. And it's like, I'd proudly wear this. I've got, I've, We've made on the side a talkin taco time shirt, okay. uh, with the talk and taco time logo, and I've had people ask me where I got it, and I'm like there's not there's not a place to get these. <laughs> we made it it's not like there are talking taco time shirts out there, uh but it's like when I wear that, people are very excited about it
2: yeah, I think so my my ask of Gretchen um our marketing director definitely t shirt hat, maybe stocking hat socks um I think those were the, the kind of initial items, but certainly
1: open to any suggestions on what we should have there.
0: Well, and In-N-Out does very well in the socks. Yeah, like yeah.
1: Hoodie could also be good for the Hoodie, winter months because you idea. know the t-shirt is only certain times a year in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So
2: see, there it is. I didn't even think about that.
1: Okay. Well, we're, we're contributing here then. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is always productive. <laughs> uh well that, that's huge news that we can break here on Talkin taco time uh very excited do you do you have any questions for us um gosh i think <laughs> you know good to. no i i don't think <laughs> i uh well any any
2: feedback for us on whether i mean i gained some merch that's a great suggestion you guys have mentioned uh Fry nachos like any any other big winners there that i should be paying or we should be paying attention to
1: I think that's all we've got right now. Yeah, at least his, his focuses. Yeah, those are the big focuses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll report. I'll report back to you. But, it, but <laughs> it's not a couple months.
1: It's been a couple of months since we've done an episode, so okay. maybe something will come. Okay.
2: Up. Yeah, I feel like you guys have some guests too that have been exactly uh, come up with some good stuff. So definitely report back. Um, yeah no questions other than have you actually i'll ask you this are you aware of national taco day or national taco day promotion that we typically have each year i was just thinking about what we have upcoming
1: no not not what part of the calendar okay. that's in no. okay
2: so we've got it have you ever uh gotten a free taco on national taco day i don't think so, so you're totally man. unaware okay so that's a good thing for me to just understand. If if you guys don't know, <laughs> then we're not doing our jobs. We celebrate that. So I want to say it's like October 4th. It's early part of October. It is a nationally recognized holiday, believe it or not. Uh, so we usually you still get have away. to work though. What's that? You still have to work, though. Still have to, oh, a that's a busy holiday. that is a busy work day for us. Usually we try to get all of our home office employees out into restaurants and working on that day because it's really busy. Um, but yeah, we'll offer Definitely a free taco if you dine in or come into the restaurant and ask for it. And I think what we might do is if you order ahead as well, maybe able to get two free tacos. But uh, fun, yeah. celebratory day. People are, are in a good mood in the restaurants, and we need to do a better job, I think, of getting that message out. So that's a good, that's a good question. All right.
1: Um, yeah, we'll be sure to pass that along on yeah.
2: social. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have any other questions.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much for, again, taking the time to do this. Look forward to keeping this as an annual tradition. Likewise. (laughs) Looking forward to the next one. Thanks. Thanks, guys.